Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Daily Devotional, where we try to lift you up, get you excited about your life, um, and, you know, talk about shit that's interesting to me. Welcome back, football. Woo! Finally, something uh, that I'm excited about that makes 2020 feel normal. I uh, I know... Listen... It's well documented in in this podcast that I love football. I was not about to stop watching it over Colin Kaepernick. I thought that situation was completely um, misrepresented and mishandled. I had watched him play football, and I didn't believe he was being kept out of football because he was kneeling. Was that part of it? Could have been. But was it the whole reason? No. Because these NFL teams will sign anybody who will help them win. So I did not boycott because of that. Um, I think the bigger reason to boycott would be they don't have guaranteed contracts and they're clearly going to get injured. It's the one sport where you know you're going to have a gruesome injury. Um, And I don't think that's fair. The owners are making billions and they don't guarantee these contracts. Also, uh... You know, they're just, the owners are terrible. They're going to make people really hate the game. They don't uh, give them great long-term care. And like I said, this is a sport where you know they're going to get hurt. And they're going to need long-term care. Um, You know, it's just, I think they do very, very shady things in the NFL. And if I were to boycott, it would be because of that. Um, And the way they left St. Louis was horrible just terrible they used us we what other city has been pimped for two teams you know we'll we'll use this as a holding ground for 20 years and then we'll take your team away and give it to somebody else Arizona Cardinals St. Louis Rams and and the Rams are dead to me I don't watch them at all I don't have any energy any care towards them what that whole organization can crumble up and disappear Yes, I get it. We took it from L.A., but I was in L.A. when we took the team. Nobody even cared. Nobody even knew the team was gone. So having a football team out there really is not about sport because there's so much to do in California. There's so much to do in Los Angeles. You know, uh, they didn't even miss it. There were actually more people watching in St. Louis than L.A., I think, the first season. So, you know, it was just a cash grab. And, uh that was really infuriating so I don't watch them they're dead to me I had invested a lot of energy into them and it was fun you know bob and weave years but I mean that business is grimy I think it's terrible that they took the Raiders from Oakland you know it was that was a cash grab when they took the Raiders from Oakland and put them in LA but at least they stayed in California now they're in Las Las Vegas I don't know I don't like to get cynical because I'm I love money. I'm a capitalist. I want to make as much money as I can. I want to uh, invest in other businesses. I love doing all of that. And I love watching them grow. But, you know, I think to for that business model, the fans are everything. And so to poop on your fans is pretty much to cut your own uh Cut your nose off to spite your face. And we may not see it immediately, but I definitely see that in the future, especially 
going forward if, um, you know, think if history plays out, football won't be the number one sport forever. You know, there was a time when boxing was everything. When I was growing up, I mean, you didn't have to do pay-per-view either. You could watch it on like Channel 2, which is ABC, which was ABC back then. And you, you know, gather around with your friends and watch the big fight. And, you know, that was a thing. I, Muhammad Ali. Grew up watching Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard. And I saw some great fights on uh, regular TV. And now, you know, hardly anybody talks about boxing. I can't even think of a, a champion in boxing right now. So, and baseball. Baseball was king for a long time. And now hardly anybody outside of your region talks about baseball. Um, We happen to have the best baseball team, the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I shudder to think what it would be like if that team was from New York. We get all the praise. Stan Musial would be recognized for the great that he was. Bob Gibson would be recognized for the great that he was nationally. Like, they're heroes to us, but, you know, ESPN acts like the Cardinals don't exist. It's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, anyway, my point is the NFL may not always be on top. So they should do their very best by their players and get good karma going because one day, you know, I'm guessing... I'm guessing if if soccer ever really took hold in America, it could be the number one sport. Um, after the Rams left, I was ready to root for a peewee football team, anything but, but the Rams, um, anything but the NFL. And I hope we never get another NFL team because they're not really serious about being here. And I get it. St. Louis is not the best city in the world, but it's not the worst either. And to, you know, bad business is bad business. They kind of treated us greasy. So that's my take on that. Uh, anyway, you can't tell from this uh, <laughs> from this rant, but I'm excited to watch some football because I do enjoy the skills that it takes to play football. I mean, to throw the ball down the field and have people catch it and knowing someone's trying to rip your head off. I mean, that just takes great skill. The speed, the accuracy, you know. I, I'm a big fan of the sport, and I guess at some point, you know, all the things I mentioned before will bother me more, but I definitely am not, you know, paying for NFL ticket anymore or anything like that. I don't want to put extra cash in their coffers because I don't think they do, you know, I don't think they do their players fairly, and they could, uh, you know, be kinder to the people who put the product out there. You don't have a a game without the players so anyway that's my two cents on that hopefully everything's going well for you you're you're living your best life you're feeling good I was having a pretty extended conversation with a co-worker yesterday about my obsession with quantum physics um because like I said it's not quack science I mean Albert Einstein hated that he knew about quantum physics because it basically prove that everything that they believed as physicists before wasn't true. And then after that, it's like this mind-blowing science that, um, you know, it upends your life and you have to figure out like, okay, I mean, it drove him crazy and not just him, but all the leading physicists of their time. 
But it's it's a fascinating thing because it, it means that there's something going on deeper than we understand. You know, the ocean is what, 5% explored, 95% unexplored. I feel that's the same about your brain and the mind. So is the mind in your brain? They make you feel like it is. But the mind is the ocean. We don't know what's going on. Most of us have a, a really unexplored mind. And therefore, our brains are probably only functioning at a much smaller capacity than they could be. You know, and a lot of quantum physics asks the question, are we just having some sort of shared collective vision of the world? You know, are we believing things to be true because we all believe them? Or, yeah, basically, you know, is the sky up and the uh, ground down because we all have collectively been taught that and we all believe that? You know, it's interesting. It's it's just worth exploring. I wouldn't start with some of the books I'm on, but I definitely would just uh, go to Amazon and look up a few quantum physics titles. It Quantum physics is really the basis of the secret of... Uh, law of attraction, anything quite like that, because you're basically suspending what you believe to be reality and tapping into that energy field beyond what we are aware of and using that field to manifest what you want in your life, which sounds kind of like, okay, but (laughs) it, it really is fascinating and it works. It really does work. There are people who just don't believe the facts that are put in front of them. You know, you were born poor. You were born this. There's racism. There's sexism. There are all of these isms. They're all holding you back. And there are people who just won't buy into that and believe that there's something more. And they use that energy to tap into that field I'm talking about. And then they manifest opportunities for themselves. I've done it before. Uh, I just need to get great at it. (laughs) (laughs) But it definitely works. And uh, I think religion tried to explain it. And they call it praying and having faith. You know, believing that what you're praying for is going to come to pass. And having that extreme faith. That's all this is. It's the same thing. Imagining what you want. Having faith that it's coming to pass, even if you can't see it yet. That's quantum physics. That's faith. And faith is required because a daily life in 2020 for a human is wrought with challenges. Um, Despite, you know, all it's so much going on. You know, you got the world stuff going on. You got COVID up here. You got politics up here. You got, you know, all kinds of global news happening. uh, Oil spills fires, raging fires, all kinds of stuff. And then you also have to live your own regular life. You know, you don't like your boss. Your boss don't like you. Your coworker is, you know, a jerk. Somebody's coughing and sneezing. It's COVID. They don't wear a mask. Um, You can't find a good parking spot. You know, all these little things in your day that can take you out of your game because you're so mad all the time. And if you want to block the field... Stay mad all the time. See what I mean? So if you want to reach that extra energy, that that um, if you want your prayers to come true, 
You've got to stay in a good, healthy, positive frame of mind. And that is the challenge. Because just five minutes in traffic, and that could take away your good mood right there. It takes away mine most days, but I try to get it back. My uh, mood snapback game is tight. Because <laughs> I recognize, you know, if I stay in a bad mood, I'm going to have a bad day. And why would I do that to myself? So you just got to focus. You got to figure out how to find faith in what you want and not give all your energy to all the people and situations that are frustrating you. If you can do that, you are on your way to a life of enlightenment, of peace, of good health and everything else you want. But you will never find peace if if you just stay allowing your emotions and things that upset you to take you off your journey. Whoever controls your emotions controls you. If you can't control your emotions, you're going to be a very, very frustrated, unhappy camper. You've got to channel your energy and use it for things that matter to you. You know, if you love your kids, love your kids. And when you're in a bad situation and it's pissing you off, think about how much you love your kids. I'm not going to storm off this job because I love my kids. I love giving them what they need. I love paying their tuition. I love, uh, you know, buying them new shoes. I love buying them things that they need and want, you know, think about the things that you love and don't let the things that frustrate you take you out of your game. Okay. It sounds easy. I know. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. This has been a life's work for me, figuring out how to do this. So I hope that it helps you. It's helped me. I certainly don't have unruly blood pressure anymore. I mean, you just can't live your life on on 100 being mad all the time. Because that's the number one way that you'll never get shit you won't. <laughs> you know, it'll just be like your energy is not matching what you say you want and how you attract things. It's, it's also like when you walk into a room and you meet somebody and it's like, whoa, their energy is just off. You can't explain it. You don't know why. You just want to be away from them. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Trust, trust, trust the knowledge. Trust the energy. Trust your gut. And I think that's the best way to transform your life. So, yeah, hopefully this helps. And more so, I hope it doesn't hurt. Because I'm telling you, I'm over advice and medicine that makes shit worse. I don't think anything can make me more annoyed. So this has worked for me. It's it's me synthesizing knowledge that's out here and maybe making it understandable for somebody who, you know, has read the same books and just like, I don't I don't get it, you know, so hopefully it'll work for you. But I believe in you. And that's a good start. I know you can do it. I know if you're unhappy, you can get happy. And you have to start with yourself. It's nothing external. Happiness is an internal game. And you got to have faith, baby. You just got to have faith. That's why they put it in all the damn songs. You know, George Michael was trying to tell us. All right. Be good.